0: future talk radio will actually educate inspire
1: and make you think the future is now topics and music that affect your life from universal broadcasting network tune in at ubnradio.com this is on air with tony sweet your number one source for all things entertainment exclusive interviews and guests from tv film
2: the broadway stage and your favorite musical artists of today talking shop is a given But deep conversation is Tony's specialty. On Air with Tony Sweet starts now, exclusively on UBN Radio. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. I can't believe it's another Friday, but I'm sure glad it is. Oh, Fridays never look so good. Well, welcome to the show on Air with Tony Sweet right here on UBN Radio. That stands for what?
3: Universal Broadcasting Network.
2: Good job. I didn't understand that North Carolina accent, but that was great, <laughs> Eddie. Um, well, of course, you all know Eddie Connor, our wonderful, wonderful co-host. Hi, Eddie Poo Hi,
3: how are
4: you doing? I'm good. Good.
2: I'm good. And, and of course, we have the wonderful producer, Jamal, hello. in the house. Hello, hello. Yay.
4: Yeah. Hello.
2: And Jamal, will you do the honors to let everybody know who the beautiful redhead right across from me
4: is? Well, in case you guys haven't noticed, we have an amazing co-host today. Mm -hmm. We have the wonderful Sandra Curry. Sandra has made over 110 TV guest starring appearances (laughs) and starred in 70s cult films like Police Woman, Teenage Seductress, and Jessie's Girl. And along with that, she has starred in all of the Hangover movies. And right now you can catch Sandra on the Tyler Perry series. of Thy Neighbor on the OWN Network, which airs Wednesdays at 9 slash 8 central. Yay! Yes. <laughs> well done, Jamal. Thank you. <laughs> and take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: welcome. Thank you.
5: I'm thrilled to be here.
2: You, you, you made it. She, she was a guest, and now she's a guest co-host. I'm a guest co-host with I Eddie's know. boo-boo over here. Eddie hey, boo-boo. <laughs> Eddie <Hey>, boo-boo. Eddie <laughs> Boo-boo. <laughs> I have to learn that boo-boo. <laughs> Yeah, Eddie. Eddie is a uh, is our in house psychic. Yeah. Oh, Man, it's I fun. Know. Oh, scan. Oh, you <laughs> oh. <laughs> know, <laughs> she looked at him. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. It is funny that uh, some people that they would love and wanted to have a reading, and and then some people are like, Oh my God, no, I don't know. I don't wanna. I, I don't That's wanna. the do. work of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What
5: are you feeling, Eddie? Really good, how are you <laughs> feeling, <Sandra? laughs> It's like, what are you feeling?
2: Your knee. Uh-huh. <laughs> <It's like laughs> hey, watch out there. Um, so, well, we're gonna go ahead and get started. What we do is we do a round table, and our wonderful yes. Jamal, Picks out topics for us to discuss. Yes. Go ahead and get us started, Jamal. Well, before
4: we jump into that, Tony, I oh, want yeah, to introduce the other guest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot we have <laughs> another guest. <laughs> Sorry, Channing. Well, also on air with Tony Sweet, we have the Emmy-nominated actress Channing Chase, having appeared on such hit TV series as Mad Men, ER, Sybil, as well as Ooh. having movie credits in such titles as Evan Almighty, Path to War, and Stealing Harvard. Channing is a veteran of the entertainment industry, and we are excited to have her. Here
2: today, we are, and so as <laughs> soon as our, our round table is over, we will pull her in here and get her into this crazy loony band <laughs> that we call Honor or Tony Sweet. All right, Jamal, All when right. you hear this bell. That means we move on to the <laughs>
6: <next> <laughs>
2: It's better than the buzzer used to do. It's yeah, good but Jesus <laughs> out of well, It was a little like school though. You know? right? <laughs> just like, oh, my hand hurts from getting smacked too much. <laughs> well,
4: we'll start it off with the Sci-Fi Channel's latest campy disaster movie, which premiered last night to stellar ratings and an even greater response from the social media. It stars actors such as Tara Reid from <laughs> American Pie, Ian Ziering from Beverly Hills 90210, and adds a uh, details of many weather events in observe and fantastical fashion clear from the title the made for tv movie details a horrific storm fuel- fueled by global warming sweeps over an ocean bordering california then barrels down on the state with a massive and angry sharks in tow what <laughs> the Yuck. title the title of this movie Hollywood, is called best. it's called Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> like shark nato like shark
5: n a t o
4: nate like tornado tornado Oh, shark Sharknado. Sharknado. Oh so, yeah, when, so when
2: you see the tornado, here comes the sharks. There's sharks <laughs> in oh And
4: according to Cred Engler, the senior uh, vice president of Sci-Fi Digital and the Voice of Sci-Fi Twitter account, the mm-hmm. hashtag mm-hmm. Sharknado appeared 387,000 times on Twitter last night oh and hitting, it hit 5,000 tweets per minute at oh its peak. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I just want to know, why do you think people love such horror Horrible movies like these, and also, <laughs> if you, what is one movie that is people think is horrible that you just truly love?
2: we well, let ladies go first. Oh no! That's <laughs> yes, fair. you go first. Oh that way, I can gosh. pick from your answer. <laughs> oh my
5: gosh! Um, why do people like something as awful as Sharknado? That's the question, right? Yes. Um, maybe because their own lives are really. Um, In the dumps a little bit, (laughs) and it makes them feel better to see other people in a worse place than they are.
2: Kind of like Honey Boo Boo. (laughs) Exactly (laughs) like like (laughs) Honey Boo Boo. No offense, Eddie Boo Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie Boo Boo. Yeah, I'm sorry, Eddie Boo. Uh, I mean,
5: uh, why would they like that? I mean, I I can't even. There's one horror film after another, so I I don't really get the whole deal, (laughs) truthfully so let let Tony jump in well, I want, well
2: the other question is what movie was that what terrible movie that you actually liked that was like
5: you know there used to be actually a lot of them you know when I was a kid like the blob that was oh really fun oh,
2: yeah. Um, yeah.
5: what was that the 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 demon from the deep or whatever that came out of the water and and what was the name of
3: that? I don't know, but I know exactly what you're talking about. The The creature from the Black Lagoon. Bravo. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was a really
5: terrible, terrible movie. There were a lot of terrible movies.
3: But it was scary though, back in that time, that sort of dark sort of Reptilian looking thing, and he's coming up and scraping the leg of the beautiful girl, swimming in a swamp like a dummy. (laughs)
2: He could have picked anything, but he picked the swamp. There were a lot of them like that. House of Wax. Did you ever see House of Wax? I did not see it, but I remember it. (gasps) The original.
5: I think it was the original. I saw it actually. The second run.
2: uh, Yeah, they did remake it. Oh my God. Invasion. Of uh, the body snatchers. Oh my god, okay. that was
5: really scary. Yeah. And they that were just was. pods. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That was really scary. Did you see
3: that? <laughs> I've
4: never seen that. Oh, You've never seen the
5: original invasion n- of the no. body
4: snatchers? Watch uh, the original. It is was.
3: truly terrifying. It, really it was. You, they're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anybody that showed any kind of human emotion, you were you were lunch meat. <laughs> yep. They're like, Major lunch dinner. meat. Yeah.
2: And
5: then the remake of that though, remember the remake? Yeah, um,
2: yeah. I, I didn't actually see it.
5: Ooh, i am not telling you then.
2: The yeah. remake was good. It was, was it? scary, though, yes. because
5: it was way more graphic. And
3: more special effects. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You <laughs> have to
2: watch it. Well, not to get off the subject, but do you think something has to be more graphic to be scary? I think sometimes it's mm. when you don't, you're you not as graphic, yeah. then it's that, like, what could be or what's on the other side of the door or whatever. That's I think what's it's scary. the music. Yeah, that's well, true. I completely <laughs> agree. With you.
5: I, I mean, I think that's really the key. When you have a really fine horror film, it's because your imagination—they've allowed your imagination to go those places. Mm-hmm. Even the the freak horror film pardon my word um was it paranormal activity
2: oh yeah that was all in your imagination yes see that that did get a little goosebumps and they did
3: it for a dollar 98 and made a gazillion dollars (laughs) that's right well and the blair witch project that made for 27 cents and made a gazillion dollars (laughs) exactly we should be
5: thinking about things like that i know
3: uh, that's uh, kind of like a the Tony family bitch reunion. <laughs> <laughs> the Tony, the Tony bitch. Hey,
2: I just people got just that. ripped out of their co-host <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why did where did just, Eddie go? It's a murder <laughs>
3: mystery <laughs> that takes place at UBN Radio. There you go. Oh, <laughs> who would yes. be the first one to go at this table? Well, actually,
2: you know, we just had Gilder, Gilder Jackson. Well, we had Gilder Jackson on with, through. He's the host of Who Done It, you know, on the new ABC oh, series, which yeah. is kind of like that. What if he was a is that a ghost story? No, it's kind of like Clue. A reality show for Clue. Oh, yes. well That's creative. Yeah, it was actually it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So Eddie, I want to know what movie that uh, you thought was well was considered really bad that you really
3: love. Well, back in the day, it would have been Amityville Horror, which was because good. it was yeah, based yeah, was on a true story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they just recap the actual murder of the DeFeo guy last night with this. I'm not going to talk smack about my fellow colleagues, but bitch was crazy. (laughs) Um, She has like these wild, crazy eyes. She's like, he called me from prison in my psychic head. (laughs) And then the camera would come up to her like that. She would go, <laughs> oh my God, that scares me. And she'd make her eyes water. Then she would lay down on the bed where people were murdered and shot to death. Well, same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then she would say, <laughs> "They're telling me uh, uh, oh this show God. will be not a hit." <laughs> so, Emory Vilhara, I think. And then I have to, I uh, can't even talk about it. <laughs> the Exorcist. Oh
5: yeah, sure, 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 sure. Oh,
3: that was yeah. That because was really they're based scary. on real events. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's actual true. Events. Was that considered a bad movie though? yeah was
5: it no it wasn't the
3: exorcist
5: was considered a bad movie oh no
3: it was one of the best ones it was nominated for an academy award a
5: bad movie
3: it's kind of like the the it's a scary movie it's (laughs) a very scary
5: like the alien the alien was a very scary movie but a bad scary movie a bad scary movie oh a bad
3: scary movie (laughs) <laughs> That's not his <laughs> bone. What its about Night of
2: the Living Dead? Okay, yeah, no, that yep, was pretty bad. It
3: was terrible, but it had nothing had ever been done like it before. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, you're
7: right. <laughs> oh, you're right.
2: Yeah. Well, the remake I thought Ooh. was terrible. But I yeah. thought. Well,
3: it's Matthew McConaughey. You can't very well have a surfer running around talking like this. Why don't you dying? <laughs> making meat sandwiches out of your mama, <laughs> <laughs> and then wearing her as a dress. Oh, <gasps> Silence oh, of the Lambs. Yeah,
5: that was scary, but that was a that, good yeah, scary. It was, was a good story. scary, one. scary yeah.
2: movie. That's All right, good. let's move on. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll pass on mine. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> Why? I can't think of anything yes, that I actually you can. like. No fair. Okay, let me see. Okay, uh, oh, I'm snap, thinking Sandra. I know. See, they don't <laughs> put up with. They, she she sits there and tells me how it is. I love I that. We about have her. class on the panels. I know, and redheaded. You know, they. Okay, okay. Okay, a bad. Scary movie, The Worms. The Worms? Yeah. You remember the Worms? I don't think so. I remember when I my family <laughs> back in the seventies, we were going to, I think, Florida. And I was a kid. And in we went 70s. to a drive in movie and it was The Worms and Jaws.
6: Wow, what a double bill. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And of course, I was completely scared of Jaws first of all. And but the worms I just couldn't watch it because I was Already traumatized by Jaws, <laughs> but yeah, it was a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. But I watched it again later later years.
3: And there was nothing to it later?
2: Yeah, yeah, there's nothing to it. But I, I can't think of one I actually like, though. The ones that are just terrible, I just usually don't like because I love horror movies. I I'm going to look up worms. Okay, they eat you. <laughs> 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 I
3: wonder if that's the one Reba McIntyre had redone Oh, I bet you're in the In the early 2000s Oh, maybe Are you mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it, that was kind of cold Oh, way.
2: that that was No, that wasn't That was a worm Maybe they got that from the worm Like Tremors or something Tremors, yeah mm-hmm. Whatever it was that's called That seems like a one. big one Yeah, that that's was a bad, a, bad that's one. a bad one It's like Reba, yeah, get your girl, really <laughs> girl <laughs> That was a bad one Okay And dinner's <laughs> done on that one Let's go to the next one Okay <laughs> <laughs>
4: Expect to see some major 20th Century Fox titles Head to Broadway over the next few years Years. The folks over at the movie studio have teamed up with forces or teamed forces with a trio of great white wave vets to develop at least nine musicals based on Fox films over the next four years. The ultimate goal is to turn those musicals into new feature films as well. According to the LA Times, that means we could be seeing X Men, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and Avatar musicals heading to Broadway over the next few really? years. Yes. So I just want to know. Why are musicals so popular to the point that they will make almost anything a musical? And if you had one chance to make any movie or m- TV show a musical, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I have to say, I I,
2: I used to really like Broadway, <laughs> but I don't know why they're starting to uh, pull Get the... Getting lazy? They, well, it's like Hollywood. Hollywood's getting lazy with mm-hmm. a lot of their stuff, too. Television, film, everything. And, uh, I mean... Look at that's how why reality shows are doing so well. Yeah, uh, but Broadway, really? I just can't believe uh, that they're taking it uh, to the. You don't want to see the, Avatar? The music? <laughs> so you know, no, I, I not have really. to say- I don't, Honestly, really? I
3: if they did it right, right and it had some kind of phenomenal, multi-dimensional aspect to mm-hmm. it, I would be more curious to see that. Yeah. Well,
2: didn't they try that with Spider-Man too? Yeah,
3: which is a huge success right now it was I, think. It, I thought it was a bomb yeah he it, it was, it was in the beginning because he oh. had to keep bumping it back and bumping it back and bumping and it, it back because the guy money. failed and like broke his back yeah or <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah oh we need another spider-man
4: <laughs> yeah that's right That's yeah. right.
5: wow um, what was the other one you mentioned besides x-men and
4: oh uh, there's x-men rise of the planet of the apes oh. and avatar
5: actually Rise of the Planet of the Apes. That could be made that funny. That could, that
4: could, that could, could be, be <laughs> made funny. Or <laughs>
3: terrifying. Yeah.
5: That
2: too. I I could too. get your damn dirty paws off me or something like that. I cry. <laughs> Make I that into that. a song or something. <laughs> <laughs> get your damn dirty paws off me. <laughs> that would be the biggest uh, like musical scene in the whole movie. <laughs> I wonder if it smelled like apes, though, when you walk Ooh. in there. That would kind of be you know, like the yeah. scratch and sniff you know, type of thing. <laughs> <Come here>. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie,
5: speaking of bad movies, that you had to walk in and they did. You did do a scratch and sniff. Thing. That was oh part God. of the movie. It was, oh, my God. That. I do remember that. Well, you know it Honey
2: Boo Boo did that. Waters? Yeah, this year. I was going
5: to say that. It John Waters. John Waters thing.
2: Yeah, Honey Boo Boo, Boo this, the, their, their premiere was Scratch and Sniff. Scratch and Sniff It no was. Why I'm like, I would think think about be about afraid it? to scratch Mama and June sniff. Mama June's What is that, cheese? Oh, Yeah, I'm like, wow, Now that's gone a little too far.
3: If you're going to watch Honey Boo Boo, you just sit there with you some white bread. A jar of mayonnaise <laughs> with some margarine in it and some <laughs> Spam. And you just take the lid off all of it and go, I feel right at home with these people.
5: I feel right at home oh. with these
6: people.
2: I, I'm loving you, girl. <laughs> <I'm, that's> good. <laughs> um, well, good. Okay, what what movie that would you make uh, into a musical?
5: Movie? I thought you said television
2: show. Television or, te- or movie. Oh, television show. Okay.
5: Um, this is crazy because Channing's coming in, but Mad Men would be a lot of fun. Oh,
2: that, okay. that, that I could, could see be fierce! That. Yeah, I like could Secret see that.
5: Smell of Success or whatever. That
2: I would like Bernie yeah,
5: Layman's uh, piece. Mm-hmm. That would really be a fun one because of the, the wardrobe. Yeah, I and could see the circumstances that. Circumstances mm-hmm. and everybody was very glamorous, so that would be an interesting
4: I idea. Like that. We got it. We we just trademarked it. I, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, this
3: is not a movie, uh, TV show. I would be very interested in seeing Gone with the Wind.
2: As a musical,
3: if it's done right, Mm. how long was that? Forever, four hours. (laughs) I was like, "Yeah," yeah.
2: because if it wasn't good, that four could be a long. (laughs) You can't have a play four hours
3: now. What a because of attention spans and B just because. You have to edit, people. Yeah.
2: I would have said uh, Wizard of Oz, but hey, it's been done. (laughs) I'm so glad you caught that. I know, right? Yeah. I'm blonde. Yeah, I'm blonde. It takes me a moment. Uh, Well, I guess it's actually, I can't believe it's already 420. So we're going to, I know. We've been having a good time. So we'll actually save some of those. We'll probably need some at the end of the show. I got a lot of them. Oh, look. All right. All right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break and we're going to go out and get. Dot Dorothy Campbell. Anyone named Dot. Right? Is sassy. <laughs> so we're going to bring in uh, Channing Chase from Mad Men. Don't go anywhere. Be right back.
8: Drivers, keep the party off the roadways this summer season. Always pass the keys to a safe and sober driver. It could save a life. This message is courtesy of the Nelson Law Office, a name that's been family-owned since 1991. At the Nelson Law Office, they're involved in the safety and welfare of our community. For top quality DUI or criminal defense, give Tom a call at 303 That's 303-284-5781. The Nelson Law Office is wishing everyone a safe and happy summer season. On the air because they care.
2: Hello everybody, we are back and we are excited to have in studio with us But I'm going to let Jamal do it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, right now on air with Tony Sweet, we have Emmy-nominated actress Channing Chase. Having appeared on such hit TV series as Mad Men, E.R., Sybil, as well as having movie credits in such titles as Evan Almighty, Path to War, and Stealing Harvard, Channing is a veteran of the entertainment industry, and we are excited to have her here today.
2: Yes, we are. Welcome, Channing Chase. How are you doing? Great. Well, great. We have two beautiful ladies today, Eddie and Jamal. I know.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's I, Friday. It up. I know, right?
2: <laughs> well, what's funny is you know, looking at your career, you've you've done this a while, so you know what you're mm-hmm. doing. Both of you are so talented and uh, and veterans of this industry. <clears throat> it's funny, you know. I get a lot of Nickelodeon and, and Disney kids in, and right. and they're like 13. They said, "Yeah, you know, I've been doing this a while, a long time." four years and you're like that's wonderful (laughs) kids that's wonderful but what what was it about acting before we get into the Uh madman role what was it about acting that really got got the grip on you and said this is what i wanted to do for this long
0: well actually it happened a long time ago (laughs) in nashua new hampshire and my older sister who's four years older than i am and my cousins used to always do plays on the back porch <laughs> and and because i was the kid sister they they would let me uh pull the curtain and, <laughs> and collect the pennies and i vowed then and there that i would show them yeah, i <laughs> would go and and i would do it for real i would be a professional
2: <laughs> i love it and so wh- when you went off you know to high school plays or did you wait yes. till college when you finally went into the acting Field.
0: No, no. I, I did the the senior play, um a junior miss. I played the the uh, Soubrette role, they call it. The, the the leading lady's best friend who's always funny oh. and has the great lines. <laughs> That's Eddie. Oh, oh yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Eddie's the one that always says the funny things? Yeah. Uh, am I? Yes. I he doesn't am. mean to. Yeah, Hi. he doesn't. Oh. That's the thing. He doesn't <laughs> totally mean accident. to. That's why it's so funny. <laughs> and she
2: stole it. I know. You're, uh-huh. you're the title uh-huh. holder. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you were so and then you went to college and uh Yes. Wow. And
0: uh I I did a a play in college and a, a director from the Keene Summer Theater saw me and he asked me if I wanted to come to the Keene Summer Theater to do summer stock after I graduated. And I said, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> and he said, and I want you to pay, play a dramatic role. I want you to play Laura in The Glass Menagerie. Oh, wow. wow. So that's how I started to work professionally.
2: I lo- Now, okay, you said you did a lot of comedy or you know the funny parts yeah when you said when he said do the dramatic role was that like oh that's something i'm not used to yet and you're you were a little nervous to do
0: i was excited about it because i thought oh this is going to be something new and in the script tennessee williams writes that she has a limp so i walked around the theater grounds with a stone in my shoe for weeks (laughs) oh wow just so i'd get that authentic limp
2: <laughs> <laughs> she had like sores all over her foot oh <laughs> ah, that hurt. Oh,
0: i was a method actress even then <laughs> well
2: so when you finally made it to hollywood was yes. that a choice of your own or did, what did a role bring you out here
0: well what happened is a couple of friends of mine who were out here already mm-hmm. uh, writers uh, they were at a cocktail party and uh, there was a casting woman there and she, they asked her, you know, how, how do you get started here? And she said, well, you have to be in the right place at the right time. She said, for example, I know this actress in, who's in New York now, and she's very attractive, and she's, she's good with comedy, but she really should be out here. And so they said, Oh, really? Who's that? And she said, Channing Chase. And they said, Oh, no, that's our friend. Oh, so they wow. called me up in the middle of the night. And they said, You're in the wrong place. <laughs>
2: <You> <laughs> that's should pretty be, amazing. You though. should be out
0: in LA. And so I, I came out here, and I had just finished doing a um, tour. Promises, promises, and uh, Jerry Windsor was the casting person on that, and she, at that time, worked at the MTM studios, and I called her up, and she said, you're here, get five pictures and resumes, and come on out to MTM, and I'll introduce you around, and she did.
2: See, Uh, that's, I always, that's what I find fascinating, where how people...
0: The connections. Yeah, the connections. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it blows my mind because some people come out here and they are here 2 3 years or 30. Uh, 30 years and never and nothing happens nothing nothing ever happens and then you hear mm. someone like yourself that just it was meant to be it was like that was supposed to be this way
0: well, also, I I did the work. Well, right, right, you
2: know? yeah. It's all, yeah, all of both you of you, to. Sandra had to, to to do the work. Yeah, it's not like you work. come out here and go. Mm, and wait, sit there and, <laughs> and wait for everybody's your agent calling to call. you. Yeah, <laughs> right. And <laughs> and it's as a work-
5: lifetime of work. You oh know, yeah, and yeah. Studying
0: and all that. Yeah. Yes, yes, so. and it's very important to continue to work on you on your uh, craft, and continue to study. I remember I was at a party uh, when I first went to New York, and Robert Duval was at, at that party, mm. and he spent the whole evening talking to me about acting. He was so kind, wow. and and he said, you, you've got to keep at it. He said, you, you never can give up. Mm. He said, you have to keep studying and working on your craft.
3: What other angels in this industry have you ladies met like Robert? where you were at the right place at the right time and it was just total soul chronicity if you will yes. and you're having that conversation and then it just lifted you even higher than you already are and it illuminated your passion even brighter to keep going out there and just taking this town by storm what other people like that inspired Either one of you,
5: Channing. This is your yes. interview. You really go ahead and you tell them. I mean, there's, we've been very lucky, I think. You know, to to stumble on the right people and prepared at that point,
0: don't you think? Yes, yes. We were well. I I consider it luck too. I mean, you can be but in the right. You create your own luck.
5: I think you create yes, your luck that's true. through attitude and open mind and open heart. I think we can create our luck and be ready when that opportunity comes yeah, in, and,
0: and never sit back and say, "Oh, oh no, I'll never be able to find that place." Or uh, just don't get let a negative thought enter your mind. Mm-hmm. Just saying, uh-huh. "No" is not in our vocabulary. <laughs> right. There you go.
2: Yeah. yeah, if you if if that is if you, if it is in your vocabulary, you don't need to be out here in the first place. <laughs>
0: No, you just you set your sights to what you want and you go for it.
2: So what what have you seen in the last twenty, thirty years in the industry that <clears throat> that has changed so much where you are even going? I I don't quite get it. <laughs> I don't you don't quite qu- get it. Meaning about hmm. Hollywood?
0: Well, I I just know that that uh, the advent of uh, shows on cable have allowed wonderful scripts and wonderful material and and storylines that that nobody would ever tackle before Mm. stories about illegitimate children and and uh, children out of wedlock issues like that
2: yeah because i guess you know back back in the day there's so many things that was too taboo or things that you could not talk about because you know even yes. when lucy was on air you couldn't say what was it was a pregnant or pregnancy yeah you, or, you know. had to sleep
0: in twin beds
2: you're right yeah. Yeah. oh i remember all of
0: those yeah. sitcoms way yeah. back
2: you couldn't show your belly button <laughs> <laughs> but they did anyway eddie i guarantee you they did. remember the whole thing with barbara eden and i dream of right? june right. yes yes right. Big deal right. when she showed her right. belly button isn't that funny now that we'd deal. be like whatever yeah, yeah. 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 so so Are you are you happy with the way Hollywood is moving when it comes to the reality shows and and uh, we were talking earlier about how, you know, they're taking television shows to to Broadway with do you feel Hollywood, even though Mad Men is amazing? And oh, That's one of those shows, and, and that it
0: is the script that makes that show right. so fabulous.
2: And I, the, the, that's the exception because there's some shows that you're like, "Oh my gosh, how is that even on air?" <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, when you see Hollywood and television and film, do you see it as moving in the right direction or just kind of a, you know, how the 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 the, the uh, roller coaster has its ups and has its down times.
0: Well, there are uh, two areas. The the um, the shows that are reality shows uh, are really uh, are not interesting to people who who are more sophisticated. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's true. It's true. No, it is true. Absolutely. And, it is true. and the shows like Breaking Bad and um, Mad Men, of course. Of course. <laughs> 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 and, uh, true, But I'm, yes true homeland 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 yes all of those shows have have fabulous writing in house of cards
2: house of cards there you go Mm-hmm.
0: fabulous actors every yeah. single one of them yes
2: yeah and that's what i love about mad men because it like you said it's like a the original script of something that we weren't expecting yes. and uh so let's let's go ahead and kind of dive into the madman how uh-huh. how did, how how was this role did it or is that something that you had auditioned for or was it something that you they thought of you in general
0: no i auditioned for it and when i got the script i said oh my this is good <laughs> <laughs> and and then um when i uh, auditioned uh, i said gee you know i i really feel uh, simpatico with this character i understand this woman I know who she is. And I guess they agreed with me because I got the part. That's well. And at the time, we had no idea it would catch on the way it did.
2: And it did, too. Uh, <laughs> it I mean, the
0: Emmy Award three three seasons in a row for, for Best Dramatic Series. That's unusual.
2: Now, do do you get called Dot a lot? Oh, that even <laughs> rhymed. <laughs> but do people recognize you as Dot or no?
0: They do, oddly <laughs> enough. I, I, uh, we wear period costumes, but uh, last week I was in Venice, California, and I was in the ladies' room, and somebody came up to me and said, I know you. She said, you're Dot Campbell. <laughs> and she, she I couldn't even go to the bathroom. I had, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm out of here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. So... so when you when like you say when you read the script you you knew it was going to be a great role for you oh yes but did you did you think that you know it was going to be a a, a big a, hit a big well for yourself you know
0: i didn't know you you never know That's i mean true. you you, That's true. you look at it and you say gee this is wonderful material this is a great role but will the audience take to it and apparently uh, there are enough people out there that remember the, the heyday of Madison Avenue mhm which is mm-hmm. where they get the, the, the title, Mad Men.
2: Oh, okay. It's about okay. the a-
0: advertising uh, industry. And uh, there are enough people that, that remember the heyday of the, the commercials, mm-hmm. and uh, they're interested in all of that.
5: It looks like you, they obviously liked you a lot because you did the first episode in 2008 and then re- reprised that episode in 2013. Is
0: that right? Uh, the character you mean that's what i mean yes well what happened was the my husband died in real life my husband how tragic the character and they it took him a while to figure out how to get me back in there but matthew weiner the doll that he is (laughs) he found a storyline that that fit the the uh uh, characters and so he had me back
2: well, tell. I was going to say, tell us that story of because maybe some people out there that don't know the story, how they brought you back. How what was? Give us the story of what happened.
0: Well, I'm uh, slipping into dementia, and my uh, older son uh, was taking care of me, and he had had it, so he calls up the, the regular on the show, Vincent Karthizer, who plays Peter Campbell my younger son, and uh, he says, I've had it, you've got to take mom. And so he he's backed against the wall, and he has to become responsible for me. Mm. And he does. And he uh, hires a, a male nurse for me. <laughs> yeah. we yeah. know what happened oh, that's yes. <laughs> manolo <laughs> oh. oh trouble brewing yes and and dot just uh in her fantasy imagines that she's having this huge love affair with her uh, nurse oh, nice. Manolo. Wow! and he's I just, like he. <laughs> Oh, he is just the picture of courtly behavior. You know, the the type of Latin lover with the mustache and the. Who's playing the role? <laughs> 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 oh, he, 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 he. In real life, he's a blonde, but he dyed oh, his funny. hair for the for the part.
2: Wow! Yeah,
0: and of course we take up (laughs) so to speak
2: (laughs) i like it that too (laughs) Uh,
5: yes so the dementia is the dementia helping all of
0: this (laughs) (laughs) no what happens is and I, i think this is matthew weiner's point of view that the antidote to to alzheimer's and dementia is love
6: Mm. Hey, oh. That's very cool.
0: You, yes, if you, if people uh, have an active life and an active love life, that turns the picture.
3: The notebook. Really? It's like the the notebook. Nicholas Sparks is the notebook and how she has Alzheimer's and it really is about love. The whole thing is about love. So he keeps reading her the love story he wrote for her every single day until she passes away.
2: I do remember that. That It's beautiful. I was like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's (laughs) a good
0: message though. That's important. It is. Who would think that way Mm -hmm. but Matthew Weiner. He's a brilliant writer. And, and a wonderful man. Jenny, wow.
3: what is it for you personally that mm-hmm. scares you the most about Dot? And what is it that you love the most about her as a character?
0: Ooh, those are good questions. <laughs> <laughs> good well, idea. I love that she stands up to her son. Good. You know, because Peter is always saying, Mother, what are you doing here? And she has the answer. I came here for my passport because I'm going on a voyage. I saw Manolo, and he said, I b- b- bid you to see him. And Where did you see him? And she said, oh, I don't remember. She conveniently, <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> yes, she conveniently doesn't remember how she bumped into him. But, but uh, she takes care of herself, okay. and she stands up to her son. She's not going to let him bully her.
3: That's a great message, too.
5: Yes, yes. it is. What episode did you put up
0: for the Emmys? For an episode called Man with a Plan, episode six. Man with a plan, man. episode six. <laughs>
5: Put that I out in the it. universe. I <laughs> oh yes. Man with a plan. Yes.
2: So so that follow up with Eddie's question, in uh, dot what do you, what do you see yourself? Do you see yourself in Dot a little bit? Somewhat? A lot? uh when it comes to your own personal oh yes
0: i I was born and raised in new england and so i have that sort of um status high status uh, demeanor i I don't know how that happened but (laughs) but you you, there you just have certain uh auras about you Mm -hmm. and and dot's aura fit mine
3: Wow, oh, I, love I love that. that. Yeah, the, that's great. The picture I get when you say that is, I can see you growing up in that part of the country. Yes. And I think great actors are really good at just tuning into the osmosis of the environments around them yes. and just picking things up, whether they possess it or not. And then when you have to amplify it, when you go in for something like this, you own it. And yes. you almost don't even know where it all comes from because there's so much of it they are just radiating off of you.
0: Well I always make a backstory for my characters. Oh good. Go mm. back and, and whether it's in the script or not, how I was educated, where I was educated, uh, how I met my husband, all of those details uh, create the richness of the character. I'm sure mm. you do it, don't you? Yes, I, w- I was going to ask you. Yeah. You mentioned you're a method actress? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I guess y- yes. My training. Trained? My training was originally with this man Edward Greer, who was part of the directorial staff of the Actors Studio.
5: Ah, oh, okay. There you go. Oh, wow. I, I'm okay, yeah. I'm actually a studio
0: member, so that's oh, why. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So
5: when you said that, I was going, hmm. You know, I mean, they really do. Observance is one of the most important things. Yes. Like, so. And, and making up the backstory story. And the ba- all of that. You know, it's very, yes. a lot, a lot of research. Do so they th- still
2: teach that to the, to this day to the younger generation no? Absolutely. Oh, oh yes. yes.
5: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, That's yes. what Pace comes from. Bradley oh, really? Cooper came out of Pace oh, okay. and came into the studio. But it's a four-year college, the Robert Lipton thing. That, that right. He, yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, and it's actually stricter than it's ever been. Really, it's very. At the last, they had finals. Um, you go through a whole series um, of auditions, and then you have finals. And then the finals. This last time, they only let three people in.
2: Mm. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's heavy a really competition, It's good. but there are classes in LA yes, you're where right. this is taught. There's a, a, a woman, uh, Deborah Aquila, sure, who's a casting person also. But she and Donna Morong have a studio, and they they teach Stella Adler's uh, method. And yes, so it was Adler, Meisner, and
5: the group, right, you know, originally. So. Um, She's terrific. She also has a excuse me. Uh, here, would you like some water? Yeah, yes. She also has a theater, and they do wonderful plays yes. here in so LA. She's talking with Deborah Aquilla. Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: You you know what I love about this conversation? You can just feel the passion radiating off of both of you, ladies, and it's the epitome of doing the work. Mm-hmm. You the backstory, doing the work. Don't skip through it. Don't think you can just tiptoe into it and then show up to your audition and totally do a great job. I mean you you're beaming, you're beaming when you speak about your craft. Well, I
0: think that some actors it's it's nerves that, that prevent them from doing this work that they have to do. Or they do. They think, "Oh, I'm uh, oh, will I be all right? Will I fine?" Uh, you know, and and they get too nervous. What they need to do is center themselves and say, "Just stop. Wait a minute." Do the work. Mm. Sit down. Write your your uh, backstory. Make your choices. Make mm. choices mm. are really important. Yes.
3: And then own them. And own them, of course, yeah. Walk there in you there go. and own them. Oh god, you I'm telling <laughs> This could be televised, right? Well, it is. <laughs> I mean, so, oh, well, never mind. Well, we're kind of kindred spirits <laughs> that way, though. You can you yeah.
1: understand yes, what it's we all sort about. Yes, Matched. Yeah, yeah. I, know. We I see it <laughs> from here. Color coordinated. You know,
5: um, I came from session at the studio today, and Marty really? Landau um, still is there. Really, uh, still eighty-some odd years old, and the pearls that come out of his mouth oh, are phenomenal. So you should come visit sometime.
0: I would like to. I know a lot of people who are members. Yes,
5: it would be great. Is, is that a standing invitation? Sure, call me. Oh. I can, I can, Wednesday, I could even go to Marty and you could come on Friday, I'm quite sure. Oh, you, how nice. Like today was jammed though, jammed to the gills. Um, Wednesday's also session uh-huh. and it might be a little easier to come for the first time on a Wednesday. Okay. Because members always have first seating, so to speak. So um, I, I came in late and I was on the floor. So, oh really? yeah I mean, <laughs> so. I, and
3: like ladies and gentlemen of on air with tony sweet this is how you do it right. in this industry right this is how mm-hmm. if you love it you connect work i call it you connect you do the work and you connect with like-minded being i mean this is i mean i just got goosebumps this whole interview just listening to
2: yeah it it, it is because i have many friends of mine that they you know if i could just get a break and i'm like what have you done well well no, uh, nothing i just really want to get in acting i'm like well you have to go do something you have to work it's mm-hmm. like i yes. want a paycheck you know if it's working at mcdonald's you have to have you have to do work to get a paycheck you mm-hmm. shovel poo and, and yeah. you do whatever you got to do
3: do and it's the same
2: thing with <laughs> acting you have to act you have to get out to workshops you have to get to you know involved yes. with other you know if it's community theater whatever it is to get yourself uh the the, the experience the the agility uh, that uh these ladies have been doing for a long time like you said people that are a list a a list actors that, and mm-hmm. it's, it surprised me they still go and do the yes. work yes, yes. oh like my gosh uh,
0: yeah
5: every Night single Mountain week London. there if people are not on a film they're there and al pacino in new york you know they're there yes. harvey Keitel, yeah. they're there um, it's really, it's it's the passion of the doing. It's it, like, like Channing said, it's the work. So, but I have to p- also ask you to pay attention that anything that you're really good at, we were watching Wimbledon. Those, yes. Those Sorry. tennis supreme tennis players are working every all single day all day long gymnasts every single day yeah. everything you do what you do tony right. i mean every single thing if you want to excel at it you got to get your tail out there and work at it you got to as yeah. corny as it sounds you're living it you're eating it you're breathing it
3: what, it's true you know? yeah whether you're on the court or not whether you're on the mats or not if mm-hmm. you're standing in line at the post office you can be up here and in your heart doing the work mm-hmm. yes well oh, that's exciting this
0: is our this is our instrument that's you have to work on your voice. You have to work on your body mm-hmm. because this is it. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. So well, give, give me an example, both of you, that mm-hmm. what's the, the latest thing that you learned about your own acting ability that you haven't thought of or figured out before in all these years? What, what have you done recently that you said, wow, I did not know that about myself?
0: Well, I recently did this film called A Christmas Miracle, a darling film. And, and uh, the love interest was, um, oh, God, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, uh, it'll come to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. <laughs> <Anyway>. uh, <laughs> Paul Dooley. There we go. And um, he uh, didn't want the rest of He was the editor of this newspaper, and I was the society editor. And he didn't want anybody in the office to know that we were even dating. So he was always very circumspect, and he would say, uh, instead of asking me out to lunch, he would say, "Um, could you uh, work through lunch with me on this particular project? (laughs) (laughs) And everybody in the newspaper knew we were going out. But um, I found a a new kind of uh, calmness on, on the set with Paul. He's, he's so experienced, and he was so great to work with and, and so centered and calm. And I thought, you're in good hands. You're, you're, it's not just you. It's the other person. You have to relate with the other person, and they're there they're for you.
2: Mm, wow. I love that. What about you? Did you have
5: the same process, the same way of getting to where you wanted to go? similarly sim- oh yes I,
0: I i i'm quite sure i didn't ask oh, okay. him about whether he did, he worked out a backstory or what but <laughs> but uh he was delightful to work with and extremely centered and calm not the least bit rattled no matter what happened
2: mm. yeah, and do you do you notice that about uh, uh a lot of people that you work with that uh, you said you found the new uh, calmness that you haven't felt before yes but who was who do you remember that you've worked with that just blew you away that oh. just blew you away that you're like wow
0: michael caine
2: oh really, really?
0: I, I i did a movie with michael caine and sally field uh, called surrender it was it never became a big hit But nonetheless, I worked with them. And and actually, (laughs) I spent a day in bed with them (laughs) because there was a dream sequence where uh, these lawyers were arguing a case over their prone bodies. And uh, Michael Caine was so much fun to work with. He would joke when the camera would come in for a close-up. He'd go, no, no, Beast, no. <laughs> <laughs> he would joke about everything. And I thought, here's the man who's been in the business a long time, and, and, but he's still enjoying it, and he's joking around before it's time for him to, to uh, shoot his scene.
2: Uh.
0: He, he's still loving every minute of it.
2: I love Michael Caine. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and Sally Field. And Sally Field. Yeah. Sally's a
5: studio member. Is she? There you go. Mm -hmm. Remember when she did Sybil, and uh, you know, uh, and she really all of those characters she had to create each and every one of them very distinct. So
2: was there? Well, who was somebody that you had worked with that kind of made you feel the same way, Channing? Where where they brought something out of you that you never knew.
5: You know, for me, I think it's more in the theater. Um, I think I know people who would if I was working with De Niro, you know, what I mean, and I and I say that kind of um, like it's he does a lot of theater now and he did uh, the film with Bradley. And I think what they brought out of each other, what they all uh, brought out of one another was just tremendous and it came from trust hmm. and it pushed them to the limits and they talked a similar style and uh, and i think that's thrilling and for me i think at the studio i've done my best work and been with people because they don't let up on you you know you there there are people that just you want to raise your game because you're playing with people that are all kindred spirits and they won't let you slop around just being right. a little sparkle. spark oh, they won't let you get away with it they won't and you know what honestly i used to work with my husband pretty frequently as a director yes. and um i got so dependent on him i'm not sure if i met you uh, mentioned this to you before but i got so dependent on him because he would not let me he knew what i could do he knew he could keep pushing me so it was terrifying after I worked with him a half a dozen times to start with, and then to go out and work with someone else. But as far as the specific person, I think it was in a streetcar. you oh. know? I mean, I, I surprised myself, and I went, wow, I can't believe I got there, and I was really on that magic carpet, and, mm-hmm. and I transported myself, and I really did not wasn't one iota apropos of what you said yeah. nervous i was t- yes i was so into my blanche and what i needed mm. um that it was it was one of the most thrilling things you know ever and i can't wait to get back and start working on that again oh
2: that's crazy i love hearing these stories I <laughs> <do too. laughs> would that
3: be almost like um equal to it's the wrong vernacular would that also be similar to almost an out-of-body experience absolutely Oh, yeah. You're in oh, that absolutely. vortex and mm-hmm. they're you and you're them and you're so in the present moment that you, when the scene is over, you're almost like, oh, I'm back now oh absolutely <laughs> you're in the major,
5: world of the play you're in oh. the major pinch me moments you know I mean it really um, its r- and then it's addictive and you want to get there again and yeah. you can be a little disappointed you know if you don't fully achieve it you can't come with those expectations you just have to do the work oh. and get in oh. there and play oh it's so like
3: it's the second night of the honeymoon <laughs> 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 the first one was amazing oh my oh, god yeah. he's a little
2: tired <laughs> very today very well so. put <laughs> Eddie Poo <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. So, so I think you had another, another uh, a, a new movie coming out, uh, The Last Lonely Place. Oh, yeah. Could you talk about that for yes. us?
0: Well, this is a, an independent film. Uh, Jeff Marshalletta is uh, one of the producers. He's also an actor, fine actor. And uh, he, I, I didn't even have to audition for that. He called me and asked me if I would do that. And uh, that that's the greatest gift in the world sure, is to have sure somebody is. Off, just give you the part.
2: Uh, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm yeah. waiting for mine. No, just kidding.
0: Do you remember where
5: we first met? No. Shame on you. We talked about pretty girl stuff in those days. We did family matters together.
0: Oh, for heaven's <laughs> sake. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Matters.
5: I remembered. <laughs> wow. Yes. I was yes. the bride.
2: And a pretty one, it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I
5: ran away at the altar with someone else.
2: <gasps> Good girl.
5: I, went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said something like, well, I'm a little busy right now. And then I went, oh, what? You know, <laughs> tossed my bouquet oh, over my head, I and you were there.
0: Oh, for heaven's sake.
5: You've just (laughs) been working so much,
6: you don't even remember.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. What is one among so many?
2: (laughs) (laughs) What what, what is one of your uh, best memories that you can look back uh, on your career so far that uh, you're very proud of, like a Oh well, your uh,
0: I'm part of this theater company that I was a founding member of, called mm-hmm. Pacific Resident Theater. Oh, it's a wonderful it, company. Yeah, it's located Terrific in Venice, company. California, and uh, I did a delicate balance mm-hmm. and ended up. Uh, meeting Edward Albee as a result of doing that play and uh, oh it was eight months I played that part mm. and I feel as if I would love to play it again because oh, now I'd, I'd look at it in a, in a, a much uh, deeper way you know, mm. you, that's a thrill. That's a great company. If you get a chance to go see a play what's, there. What's it again? Yes.
5: Pacific Resident Theater. Play. It's uh, located in
0: uh, Venice. Mm-hmm. In Orson
5: Venice. Bean was one of the founders of that, if not the founder, right? Well,
0: no, he wasn't the founder, but he is a member. Mm-hmm. And Allie Mills, mm-hmm. his wife, is mm-hmm. also a member. There, There's some fine actors mm-hmm. it's a, working really, in that company.
2: Is it uh, Now, are the plays... Uh, already established plays or plays that are people that in the in the company that write them or they're they're both,
0: both. right now they're playing a view from the bridge mm. and and it got wonderful reviews it did I read the reviews uh, yeah. on it yeah excellent why wow, you
2: Sandra, you you are on top of all I'm this stuff that's amazing is, <laughs> i'm addicted she's <laughs> yeah. going to work and it's passion but yeah nothing gets by great. this lady <laughs> <laughs> that's great though I'm like I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. Oh, <laughs> stop! I, I, I really don't remember. But that's amazing. Sweet tweet. The sweet tweet. Yeah. <laughs> sweet tweet me. Uh, but uh, well, I, I, you're just a joy. I loved having you here. You're just amazing. Oh,
0: thank you. It was my pleasure to be here.
2: And we hopefully you'll come back again. We would love to hear more about the, the, the stories and the stuff that's coming up in your in your future. And uh, sounds like you're going to be doing this a little, even a lot longer. Because you you do the work. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations. Thanks so much. Channing Chase, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. I know. Got the (laughs) applause. (laughs) And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take another break. When we come back, uh, we're going to do just a roundtable open discussion. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
8: Drivers arrive alive this summer season, never drink and drive. This message from Ava Roofing and Siding Incorporated, serving Tonawanda, New York with pride. Whether commercial or residential, from a hole in a roof to a whole new roof, call Ava Roofing and Siding today. 716-602-3947 716-602-3947 Whether siding, windows, or gutters, visit them online at avaroofingandsiding.com. That's Ava Roofing and Siding Incorporated of Tonawanda, New York. Wishing everyone the best throughout the seasons ahead.
7: to throw in a sad tale I could not believe the yarn that she was weaving so negative
2: Here and I get to come too. Yes, yes. and Walker's joining us. Thank you. About that. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. like they say in the chat room, Mama's in the house. Yeah, Aunt Lavanda. Uh-huh. Well, two redheaded Eddie. I don't know what we're. Oh, well, actually, Eddie was a redhead until he got yellow a a grayish Oh, you I'm bitch! <laughs> 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 How did you know my name? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have Eddie Connor, co-host extraordinaire. Hi. In the house, and of course, joining us, guest co-host, beautiful redhead from uh, Love That Neighbor, Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we and have hangovers. and Hangover all three oh, movies. Oh. Oh, really? Yes. We have Sandra Curry in the house. And of course, Mama U B N. Yes. The Ann Walker Show. (laughs) That would be me. Ann Walker.
9: Thank you. Pleasure to join you.
2: Well, thank you guys. Um, So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of have a uh, have a a round table, but we're also going to honor my grandmother. Good. uh, because and I'm gonna play a little video. It's only about a, a minute or so. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and play it. We'll just talk over it. But what this is, it's playing now, so so Mm -hmm. you know. It's uh, my grandmother who passed away yesterday. She was 91 years old, Mm -hmm. and she was part of the Waves. And the Waves, many of you may not know, was the women of World War II. She was part of the Navy in World War II. And so what it stands for, if I can get the right uh, paper here, It stands for Women Accepted for Volunteer Emergency Service. And what that was, uh, when the men went over to fight in the World War II, there was not enough men to do, you know, build planes, supplies, guns, all these things. And so the women in the military, I think, didn't you say you had an aunt? My aunt, yeah. And then you had an aunt also and uh, a wasp, right?
9: No. Whack or something? Whack. My aunt was whack. Whack. So, Army,
2: Army Army Corps. So, my grandma, like I said, she was in the Navy. So, uh, you know, these women now are, you know, 90s are over and we're losing them very fast. And my grandmother was so proud to talk about every I, that's why i loved her stories i'd go up and she would just talk about oh match you know she was a right ra- because she was a this a friend of hers was, was a, uh, in the in the uh, the waves and she was a race car driver after she got wow. out of the way she at 90 years old this woman had jumped out of the airplane for her wow. 90th birthday so you know these these women were tough women you know? you remember they rosie the were. riveter yes rosie the Riveter. yeah that yes. was part of that and so I I just wanted to to honor, you know, these women yes. and my grandmother Bessie Bailey was her maiden name and uh, Rose was her married name. My mama's ma- maiden name. So, and I'm showing a few pictures of some of the women in the in the army and navy and air force and marines. Well, I don't think they actually did marines. I actually. don't think so. Not um, them. But uh, it, it it just it's but a the it's
9: marines. I didn't realize this all my whole life, but the Marines are part of the Navy. Oh, I didn't oh, know I that either. Yeah, it's true.
2: Wow. I did not know Marines that. Marines
9: are part of the Navy. Huh.
2: Who would have thunked? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, what, I, what I've what i done, and I, it was too late to actually have somebody call in for it, but I have contacted the Navy, and uh, they are going to get a historian to call in and, and talk about the waves and, and the other That'll women in World War Two. Not today. Unfortunately, oh, oh. I couldn't get it for today. Uh, I just found out this morning when I woke up mm-hmm. this morning that, you know, my grandma had passed away. But, you know, she was one of those, you know, and it's not – it's one of those you think I would – be all upset and crying, but it's, it's, I'm actually one, I'm happy because, you know, she, she was going through, she had a stroke and she also, um, uh, had shingles, Mm. which is very painful. It is. And, uh, so she, you know, she's not any more pain and that's the way she wanted to go. She went very quickly. she
5: sounds like she had a very extraordinarily full life and she contributed a lot. How wonderful to feel that way.
2: And I was, like I said, I was always funny because when we would talk and we, I'd say, Oh, so and so passed away, and I, I was telling earlier that she would always say, "You know what? That's just part of life, Tony." She goes, "You know, Aww. we, you know, people, people go," and she says, "And then, you know, we, we, li- we live and go on and do other things that we need to do, and then and, we die, and then we die." <laughs> but you know, that, that I'm is going part on of to life. haunt everybody, else. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those damn people I, I don't like. Where Watch out! <laughs> but uh, you know, so that's um,
9: why I, it's so important. To live each and every day. Every day. Mm. Because I, I, if I died today, I can honestly say I've done everything I ever wanted to do. I've had a glorious life, and obviously it's not over yet. Right. But I just can say, uh, without any reservations at all, that I have had a wonderful life.
6: Mm-hmm. And I
9: think if you go ahead and live without fear, if you can do that... Uh, then you really will have a wonderful
2: life, you know? Mm Yeah and I th- uh, go ahead Sandra.
5: Well I and I agree with you. I I'd be eager to hear what you've done in your life. I also feel when you say living without fear, I think in living without fear it's when you take responsibility right. for your own life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you realize that we do have those choices. Right. And um it's in, uh, there's a saying that goes fear knocked on the door and faith answered and no one was there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. that belief in yourself yeah, or ho- exactly. whatever, however your belief system yeah. is. Right. Um Fear incapacitates us. Yeah. So I'm I would lovely to hear well, your story. I
9: grew up in Houston, Texas, and no one in my family had ever been an actress. And when I I at nine years old announced that I was going to be an actress, nobody paid any attention to that. But, you know, I pursued what I wanted to do and then without any question, I my lovely first husband moved me to California. I went to New York first, moved to California, but without any any kind of reason to be an make it or to have a career but i have had a career in the chosen field that i knew that i wanted to do because i moved heaven and earth you know perseverance it's a it's an everyday all the time challenge and if you can overcome that those challenges and have that burning coal in your gut for whatever your passion is no matter what it is and not let anybody tell you you can't do that
2: right you and know
9: because if it's burning a hard and en- hot enough
2: <laughs> you will
9: find a way <laughs> to do right. that
2: and that's you know like again, again about my grandmother you know she had three well, see she's actually biologically not my grandmother mm-hmm. my mother was born in 1939 uh she never my mom never knew her real mom she never knew it but when she married my grandfather my grandfather was one of these, you know, hard men, you know, he was bohemian, he was literally bohemian, mm-hmm. and uh, very, very tough man. And so he was not good to my mother. Well, this woman, Bessie Rose, you know, married my grandfather, and uh, stood up to my grandfather for my mother. So it wasn't even her daughter, but She's always been my grandma. Mm-hmm. Blood or not, she's always been my grandma. I agree.
5: Your yeah. grandmother in your heart, yeah. that's yeah. the only grandmother in your heart.
2: Because she always felt, I think, for years, because she ended up divorcing my grandfather in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And so I, I thought, I think she, in her mind, maybe we thought we would not think of her as grandma. I'm like, oh, you're my grandma. I always told her, you're her grandma, I loved you. And so, but she always stood up for her, my mom. Well, she had three kids. She's She's already lost two. Wow. Yeah, she actually one passed away uh, the day JFK was assassinated. He had several pa- cer- cerebral palsy, and so he passed away. Uh, and then 30 years ago, my mom's half sister uh, passed away from uh, a horse accident. She was a barrel racer, mm. and she was riding this horse this brand new horse she won the race but when she it passed the finish line it bucked her off (gasps) and and she she, uh uh, the fence post hit her in the stomach and and broke her aorta and so she passed away 30 years ago actually on my birthday (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do remember that and so this woman has lost two children and has one left and it was very fortunate my uncle you know lived with her pretty well not pretty much but all his life Mm -hmm. and to see the strength that she had of you know having an abusive husband losing two children yeah you know and supporting herself all those years and doing a damn good job of it that's when I like you said if anything you do if you just want it bad enough you can achieve it
5: you can if she were sitting here right now I mean she's probably still hovering close by I'm sure I'm (laughs) sure she is what do you think that she would want to say to us
2: um I, you know, there was something earlier and I, it just kind of popped out of my head, but when I was thinking about her and, and the things that I'm doing in my life that, as just go do what you need to do. She was always about don't let anybody ever, ever tell you differently than your dreams, that your goals. She said, never let anybody stop that. Mm -hmm. Because I remember, you know, I'd I'd come out when I was younger and and, uh, I brought my partner at the time and uh, we were going to go out and do something. Mom's, where are you going? What time are you going to be home? And she's like, Pat, Tony's an adult. He will come home when he's ready to come home, and I'm sure he'll know the way. So, <laughs> what it, yeah, a wise woman, Oh, wise, and yeah. so that's what I—I he- I just kept hearing that, you know, just do what you have to do, do your dream, and live your dream. So, and that's—I know that's what she's saying. Yeah, she—she she is. She's a wonderful woman. No, she's probably Perfect.
9: very proud of you, honey. Oh yeah, oh, yeah.
2: Yes. She was. She was always a. Uh, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> Don't make me cry on there. It's okay. Oh. It's
9: good.
5: They're good tears. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: So, Eddie, you start doing something else. Breathe,
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
6: so.
2: yeah. Anyway.
3: Well, I, I, I think whenever I, – I love the question you ask. If she were here right now, which obviously she is, and we can feel her essence and that pure positive aspect of her that has no contradiction in the energy, just supporting and continuing to help you fulfill your destiny in a way that nobody else in your family ever did. Right. And so they'll hold a place for us living and in spirit. And then support us if we let it in, if we let that love in. That's right. Danny Glover had a great quote. It says, people respond to sincerity. And any time you're doing something that sincerely feeds your heart, mind, and soul, the rest of the world will respond to it. Oh, Oh, wow. That's That's great. And you have such a sincere place in your heart for her, and you can feel it. Yeah.
2: She's a great woman. Can you get all of She's us in there too. Yeah. We
5: have to all praise her for a moment. I yeah.
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> We should. No, she like you said, you know, she and she was the last of her siblings and all her siblings lived into the '90s, her b- oldest brother lived to be 99. Where did she grow up? She was born in Nor- uh, New Mexico.
5: New Mexico. Yeah. And where did her family come from?
2: Uh, I, you know, I'm not quite for sure. I, I did do because I'm a huge family history buff, mm-hmm. and so I did do I did uh, research her family, and I can't remember. I think they were, they were English or Scottish or Irish or something like that. I can't remember, but someplace uh, on that. Yeah, continent. something <laughs> over there. Bailey, I think I'm sure is like English, or, something. but. Uh, it's Bailey, actually. Isn't that Irish coffee? Probably. <laughs> or something <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. That's good. There we go. That's Irish cream. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, she, she. But you know, she was just that for spitfire. She was. She was fun. So right.
3: you said you had a clip.
2: Well, I played a clip as we were kind of talking oh. over it. It was just a it was just a tribute. Well, we can't see it. Yeah, oh, okay. it was just a tribute. <laughs> it was just a tribute oh, it's to the waves. Audio. We don't have yeah. oh, a, so a. It was a a it was it was a it was oh, a, a wave like a wave commercial from I was back. To hear Wade, grandma. I'm uh, right. <laughs> hey, grandma. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, that would that would be for my grandma. So, but
5: uh,
2: cheers, grandma. Cheers, grandma.
5: Did you call her grandma?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, cho- yeah. my
9: grandchildren call me Grandma. Others, other of the other grandmas in the family, one's called Nana and the other's called Gram-Gram. Gram-Gram. Uh, Gram-gram. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but I said, because I had such a great relationship with my own grandmother, that I called her Grandma. And I told my, my daughter, I said, she said, what do you want them to call you? And I said, Grandma. <laughs> I said, right. I had such a great love for my Grandma. That's yeah. what I want to be called. And they're babies now. I mean, they're still little. That's exciting. But it's very, very wonderful to be a grandmother.
2: Well, it's funny. You know, I, I know one thing that you both have in common, uh, Anne and Sandra, is they both had the chance to work with. Uh, Rue McClanahan.
9: Yes, oh, we did. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: And uh, actually, Sandra played Rue's well, Blanche Devereaux's <laughs> mother-in-law. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> or,
5: I was the widow Spencer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right oh. on Golden Girls. <laughs> her stepmother.
2: Yes, and uh, what was funny thinking about the grandma? You remember when uh, <laughs> Blanche made her <laughs> daughter call her big sis <laughs> or something <Yes>. like that? <laughs> when did you work
5: with Rue?
9: Well, we did a television series together called Sorted Lives. Oh, my gosh, and, fun. And uh, Del Shores re- wrote it, and oh, uh, we did Daddy's it.
5: Daddy's Dying, uh-huh. who's
9: got the... Okay. He did that one, <laughs> and uh, it, it, it was a terrific time, and she had had hip replacement, and uh, she was not getting around very well, but one of the things, he sent her the script, because he, when he wrote it, he had only her in mind, and so he sent her the script, and she called him up and said... I never thought that I would be able to be a woman, play a woman in love again at my age. And uh, it was the last, uh, not the last thing she did. She did a movie of the week with, uh, oh, Lou Grant. What's his name? Uh, at Yeah, she did that. It, that was her last uh, appearance. But this was her last television series. And we hit it off so well, I can't even begin to tell you. I, she and I just, I played her daughter.
5: Oh, how wonderful. And uh,
9: we really had some great times on the set and off the set and it was just a wonderful time. And didn't I she really She had something like
5: myself. seven husbands or she had a lot of husbands 5 or 6. Yeah. She was trying <laughs> to <laughs> get it right. <laughs> she she wrote her book. Her book is
9: called My First 6 Husbands or something like that. Yeah, that's because oh, like oh, that. I, I think she yeah. married
5: one of them twice yeah. or something <laughs> like that. Yeah.
9: But yeah. she was a pistol. Talk yeah. about a pistol. I just enjoyed every story that she gave. T- she was able to tell us and I loved her book and (laughs) she just was a wonderful gal you know yeah
3: at what point in your careers did you privately pinch yourself because of the person you were across from or because of the role you were playing and and it moved you to a point where it's like i am so living my dreams right now at what what one moment sticks out the most for both of you do
9: you want to go first i'll go first Uh, um, uh, uh, numbers of years ago, it's over 20 some odd years now, probably around 20 when the series called Alice was on uh, the air. Oh yeah. Linda Lavin, Linda Lavin. and mm-hmm. all them. Well, I, I was at the time, um, uh, a friend of one of the, produ- one of the producer's daughter was one of my best friends and he had seen me perform quite a bit in plays around town and they were ready to hire uh, a stand-in, not really stand-in, but a reader slash sort of stand in because they wanted an actress who could do comedy because cause Linda Lavin was now going to start directing. Mm-hmm. And for the next four years before it went off the air, Linda directed, you know, like four or five episodes a year. One episode, I will always remember, is when I had to sing a duet because I had to do the part. I had to do her part. They and call
5: that photo doubles. Is That's that what, what it is? It? Yes, it's well, called a photo double. Uh, 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 and so, she literally hmm. does her role. Yeah. Uh, and they'll shoot over the shoulder. And well, I, it
9: wasn't even a. Uh, this was only for the week of blocking. Hmm. And then, but one episode that in particular that I really had to pinch myself about <laughs> was when I got to sing a duet with Martha Ray. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, because you know how they all come in in the afternoon for the run-through and everything. So I had to do this, and so we practiced, and uh, we sang, and Martha Ray was so, again, so incredible. Those women who came out of that era, they were they knew how to be stars. And do it all. And do everything. Mm. And so, um, and then the last... Uh, year uh that i was that of the series linda got sick one week and they trusted me so much that i went on that that friday night uh as uh, alice dressed the whole thing the whole nine yards for the audience and they reshot it the next week with linda when she got to feeling better but i was allowed as i say because they i guess they trusted me so much It was really to me that was sort of like I had to pinch myself a lot because I got to work with a lot of really terrific people. Love that's exciting. What about Mm.
3: you,
8: Sandra?
5: Wow, um, I think I've had a lot of them, but frankly, this last uh, red carpet, the Hangover, the the carpet uh, was so exciting, and I felt so much like I belonged, which was really amazing. That's great. It was really a thrill and they did a cast picture at the end of it with the heads the president and the ceo and all that with the uh, warner brothers and all my fellow castmates and and i again i felt so comfortable and i went wow you know i mean i'm i'm here i'm present um, i belong um, and And here, after all these years, it's still all brand new. Yeah. Uh And that's the thing, you know, I mean, still to be that new after I got my SAG card in 1970.
2: Oh, my God. I think
9: I got mine in around 70. Oh, yeah.
5: I can tell you one fast story there, a really quick one, pinch me moment, but I was too young to really get the full gist of it till later. Um, The first movie I did was a film called Rio Lobo, which I ended up on the cutting room floor, but I was around a lot. I mean, there's a, there's a, bit of me in there with john wayne
9: <laughs> yeah oh and, wow
5: yes and howard hawkes directed it he was the one that gave me my first my set card oh so wonderful. and i learned a lot about him but i do remember after being very quietly on the set just paying attention for about three days um john wayne duke walks over he kind of saunders over and um Puts his hand out and he said, You know, I want to introduce myself. I'm I'm John Wayne. And I started to laugh because, I mean, of course, <laughs> <Everybody> <laughs> I, knows just, John. Yeah, <laughs> I started to laugh so hard. And I went, Well, how I said, Yes, I know. How do you do? I'm Sandy Curry. <laughs> 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 and I just was like, Happy to do this, you know? It wow. was,
2: yeah, it yeah, was that's how was it working with him. I'm, I'm a huge fan of John Wayne. So, How was it working for him?
5: Well, you know, of course, I was observing every single thing. He's extremely professional, knows exactly what he wants. Um, He and Howard had done several films together by that point. And so um, I wasn't old enough to really know outside because I was totally awestruck so that I was there on that set with those people. so there's nothing but a, a zillion good things to say. Uh, and he was sick. He was sick was, then. Oh, okay. uh, He had uh, had had lung cancer. So, um, but he just...
2: That's funny. You know, most people with lung cancer now would just retire and, go, you know, go go do what they need to do. But he...
5: He went on. He, he actually he on. had a lung removed. Um, he was wow. very, very ill. But I have a lot of memories from that. But that was my first pinch me moment.
2: Wow. See, so. I, I, he, John Wayne's one of those actors that I could watch... Every day, over and over and over. I just loved his style. I That's loved, the way yeah. I feel
9: about Clark Gable. Oh, oh my really? gosh. I wish I had met him. That was the one thing I really, the day he passed away, I was in high school, and I I had to go to the nurse's office. I was so struck, struck by, uh, stricken by his death. I was crying. It was crazy. He the was I, young, too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in his 60s. What did he die of? I think it was a heart attack. Oh. Mm. And his, uh, Case Breckles, his wife at the time, That's was right. pregnant, and she had their John baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had. she had their baby after he passed away. Oh, he was older
2: to have a baby, huh? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, in
5: men, fact, his, he was born, um, John Clark was born in 62, uh, because my brother, Don, they mm-hmm. were born, and they didn't live far from us wow. in Encino. Uh-huh. So huh. um, I know that they were there they one march 62.
2: he died in 1962 uh-huh wow i didn't realize i thought he was like se- the it was 70s right after the something. misfits yeah. Okay. Right which
6: after they the blamed misfits. her a little yeah, bit for they didn't did. they really yeah marilyn yeah.
5: monroe because that was such a difficult set and wasn't it john houston who was directing mm-hmm. that and it was a nightmare apparently and it was a very very stressful for him i think hmm. she
9: was getting was going through the divorce with dimaggio
5: I don't really remember that, but or, you no, must maybe be right. maybe
9: it was the divorce with, uh, oh, I don't know, what Arthur Miller. Arthur Miller. I think well, that was, was uh,
5: before that. I honestly don't know. I don't, I don't remember either. That. I
9: don't remember the chronological order. But yeah, oh, I'm don't <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> I, know. No, I, I lumped something like like a tennis match. right <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your turn. Your turn. Your turn. <laughs> 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 but well, Clark, I'm a Gable.
5: California, baby. Are you okay? Ca- no, no, you're Texas. in Texas. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right.
9: But I tell you, I was so eaten up with the movies. I, uh, but w- <laughs> to go back to what you were saying, anytime I don't care if I've seen Clark Gable's movies over and over, and some I've seen so many times, I will not be able to turn it off because I just want to watch him yeah. again.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what about you, Sandra? Who who, like me, John Wayne and Clark Gable for her? Who are some of the oldies that uh,
9: that you won't turn n- off? Yeah. Their movie? <laughs> you
2: just have to watch them every single time. Boy,
5: um, I have a, a slew of them, though. I mean, that's a particular that that genre, the film noir in the 30s and the 40s um, were so rich with men <laughs> that mm-hmm. were like stars that you would think mm-hmm. of like Clark Gable mm-hmm. and Robert Mitchum.
9: Um, i just saw home Home from the hill with a very young george hamilton oh my gosh first movie he ever did and uh or maybe the first big movie but he was so handsome and he was really a fine actor
3: Hmm. Mm -hmm. people
9: think of him as just a personality but he was such a personality yeah spray (laughs) 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 tan well but he
3: that's how that's that's the first thing that comes to mind Uh now yeah
9: I had lunch today with Renee Valente. Oh Did my you know God. her very, very well? Do you know her? Uh, she's not dead. No, no, <laughs> she's not. But she's pretty. Yes, she is. But uh, she was so delightful today at lunch, and uh, she was a tough lady oh, too. I met yeah. her first
5: at Screen Gems. Uh huh. She was head of casting actually on this lot yes she she said I told her
9: about the radio station yes
5: and And then she went on I knew her later because she worked for Burt Reynolds and she was uh, head of his company and Mm -hmm. this is only in the early 90s but Renee was a tough scary lady and then later (laughs) when I became friendly with her I'm going wow and I do remember being very um, sad the the company Burt's company had split up and the tears were streaming down my face and she basically kind of took me by the hand and she said son You know this is the business. You know this is the business. They come, they go. You have families, and then poof, they're gone, and you're on to the next (laughs) family. And I went, I went, no, I don't want to be like that. I know. Did you work with Bert? Uh, Well, I know Bert pretty well. Yes. Uh uh And so. Did you date him? No, I did not. But Lonnie Anderson is one of my very closest friends still to this day.
2: She still looks good. She She looks
5: fabulous. She was my date the other night when we went to sister uh, act. So we were our own sister acts. Oh, it was fabulous. It was Uh so much fun. Is that the Pantages? Yes. It just opened. It was so much fun. Um, but uh, I shadowed Bert because I wanted to direct at that time and I did everything I mean I, I did all the, the writers meetings and the editing and the casting and on set I would follow him around and then I had a little uh, spiral and I would write questions down and then later talk to him about it well why did you do move the camera such and such a way or you know what happened and he was terrific he was a really good, good teacher um, but now I segued from something you asked me Some oh we were talking about Renee yeah so Renee was head of his company and um and we've remained when we've remained friendly because mm-hmm. of course she was in florida for a long time and her husband passed on her yeah. and um and so i'm so
9: happy though so she's good she is she was terrific she and i hit it off very well we exchanged oh. cards she wants to come see the studio over here she, she I had would to be ex- a
5: hoot for you yeah oh, really? i had
9: i i had to explain <laughs> to her Uh, what the internet radio is, you know. She said, well, where will I find that? And I said, well, you have to go online. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but she was delightful Mm -hmm. and just had a wealth of stories. You guys really
5: would enjoy her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's really old-time Hollywood. And I don't mean old-time really. I mean, she's getting up there now but she has a lot a lot of stories she was very very well respected she broke through the glass ceiling before mm-hmm. there even was like i mean before, before sherry lansing in, and all those oh, girls. long oh,
9: before really? sherry yeah. Yeah. by the
5: way sherry was also in rio lobo oh really yes mm-hmm. uh-huh Yes.
2: Wow. Yeah. I, I, now, now I remember that movie. I remember watching it. And Jennifer O'Neill. Yeah. It was
5: before she did Summer of 42.
2: Yeah. I, I Now with Netflix, you can go and watch all, yeah. oh <laughs> all her movies. If yeah. you
9: talk to Renee, tell her I sent a great big one. I month. will, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. I'm supposed to call her. Okay. Because I want her to come by and see
2: the studio. Oh, yeah.
5: I mean, you would just have such a good time. That'd <clears> be well,
2: fun. Because if she falls in
9: love with us, I think she might be on somebody's show.
2: Oh, there we go. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do Well, it. I want to ask Eddie and Jamal, you know... Who who are some of the old oh, yeah, <laughs> time actors? Jamal Jamal time last year. <laughs> It'd be we like Leonardo years. DiCaprio, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, Eddie, who are who are some yeah, of those? I, I, I was
3: always in love with Marilyn Monroe. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> um, I was always in love with Marilyn Monroe, and I was always a Clark Gable fan too. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's one of those things where you just stop and you watch them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm, what That's
4: about cool. you, Jamal? Well, I don't watch too many old timey movies. So <laughs> Jamal, we got to talk to you. <laughs> I, know, I know. But if I had to say that I had an actor that I could watch uh, like all the time without not watching him, it'd probably be Christian Bale. Oh, my God. Jamal, old time <laughs> actors? I, I know. I don't know any old timey one. Let me think. If I could think of an old timey one, maybe like a. I don't know, Al Pacino, but that <laughs> th- that doesn't count either, though. Well, it does. <laughs> yeah, well, it does, he's but for your, so yeah. for your generation, yeah. it counts. That counts for yeah. yeah. my he's generation. Yeah. so, <laughs> so <laughs> he's just
2: okay, a baby. Okay, a little forgiven. There's yeah. a loophole. There's a loophole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, before we get too far, and the, the show's almost over, but we still have a little time, I want to talk about... Uh, uh, love the neighbor and oh, and oh, so oh, g- oh. It, well I mean because <laughs> we want to you know, are <laughs> like what you love your neighbor well, I don't even know my neighbor oh uh but tell tell me about uh how you know how's it going how's it doing what's what's going on any talk about even maybe a, already a second season or
5: well they picked up the other show oh they did yeah uh they picked up the have and the have, have and have, have nots not.
2: yes. uh-huh. mm-hmm
5: um and i haven't heard a buzz at all about love thy neighbor except from one of the pr people on that uh, in that company who said it's really doing well for them oh good so i'm getting it all second and okay. you guys probably know as much as i know um and plus whatever tweets or twitter or, or buzz that we get from the internet um even Jonathan Chase, who is a pal, he—you know—people don't know. Everybody's kind of hustling it, and Tyler is very close to the vest. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> he plays it very close to the vest um, with what he's doing. So I don't really know what his intentions are.
2: Well, we've had a lot of people from the have and have-nots yeah. on. I think we've had like probably four or five. Yeah. Uh, What's the
5: consensus?
2: Uh, from them, or you know, they all seem to really, really love doing doing the show. I and mean, of course, they're not going to go. I hate it, but yeah, no, I mean, true. it's. That's but true. they, they even Athia, they say they've really loved working with Tyler, mm-hmm. and and he's
5: it, directing all of those, too, right? Isn't yeah. It?
2: yeah, and yeah. So I think you know, from from the from the cast, it seems like they've really enjoyed you know, creating it and, and working with Tyler and of course, getting to meet Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She came on the show. <coughs> yeah. Day. And the other
3: part is you work. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's like, like cramming old three weeks <laughs> worth of work into yeah. a couple of days at a time. It's, mm-hmm. I, I, that's the
5: only thing that I, if I were to say, uh, is there one thing that I would like to have more of, and that would be time.
2: Yeah. You know,
5: time, even notice. I wonder why you
2: know, they want to do it so fast.
5: I think his mind works like that. You know, what I mean, oh. he just is constantly, he's like a, he's supercharging on yes a zillion horsepower or well something. Stated. Huh. um and because i don't know that he knows when we requested more time the last time they called me to go down there um it was three o'clock in the afternoon and they said she's got to be on the set it's seven whatever it was the next morning oh, wow. i mean i not seven the next morning i'm sorry i had to be on the plane at seven the next morning and i went oh my gosh and my agents even said you know can't you give her a little more notice <laughs> and the casting woman who's a very sweet lady also she said you know we're te- I'm telling you as I know we yeah. don't know
2: yeah. that for me i mean you know i since i don't work for him but, but to me that would that would be to me i would think you would want to give somebody more notice to get more prepped and more prepared
5: well tony as, i think you're absolutely right you know i really felt that's the beauty
9: that's the way you dream it would be <laughs> right. yes but that yeah.
5: never worked quite this insanely fast no, but And I really felt like I really wasn't quite up to speed the last time because it's a lot of dialogue and it's a lot. He's very specific, which I love, but it's a lot to get into your noggin. Yeah. Again, it's like a muscle. I guess if you're doing a soap, you can do the same kind of thing. So it's all in your point of view and you just have to. But there's no room for um, really artistic exploration. You just have to do it. (laughs) Right. Right. Anyway, well, I still would love to do more. Needless to say. Of course, no, you know, I no. Loved uh, the, it's I love the company. The company is tremendous. Yeah, it's
2: it's a great cast and th- so funny, so mm-hmm. funny. And I'm hoping it does get picked up for a second season. Thank you, thank you, of thank course. you. Of course.
5: Let's bribe the gods. Let's tell Please. Grandma, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Annie threw a little bit whisper. up there. Yeah,
2: whisper to the to the spirit guys. That's it. Uh, so, what else do you have coming up that uh, we might see I'm you on?
5: L- well, oh, so that you might see me on um, nothing, truthfully. You know, I mean, I b- haven't even auditioned past that. Um, I'm working at the studio, doing my scenes and whatnot, and uh, we leave for Europe on the 5th of August, oh, and then wow. we're back. We're back gone for a month.
2: So, Anne,
6: um, I'm going with her. <laughs> okay. <good.
2: laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm taking
5: her in my bags. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jamal and I will run this place there you go. like a little All right. clock. <laughs> Perfect. <There you> <laughs>
5: so, I'll be back September 5th, and then I can interview you, and then I'm going to Yay. spur you on.
2: Oh. Okay. Well, Say, you know, what's funny you. is... And Eddie. Okay, Eddie here's... In wow. yeah. <laughs> well, we're Eddie, whip. and I'm going to hold him to this because, again, what we've always wanted... Well, I always wanted to, but scared enough to almost a little pee a little bit, <laughs> was to, to <laughs> take an improv class... And Eddie said he would do one with me. I'll
9: do one
5: with are you. Are you going to the groundlings? I don't, don't where know. Oh,
2: where are we the groundlings
9: on? is probably the better place. But they We're have beginner levels. Oh, they do, because yeah. I don't want to be and like, beginner ah, and you're like,
2: oh, my God, I just want to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, they do. You guys
9: should do
5: that.
6: Yeah.
2: That's a
5: really good way to get out of your bodies and oh. your head, you know. Yeah, that's, and stop being
9: a... any way in any way self-conscious mm-hmm. about anything you do, because there's no wrong. There is never anything wrong when you're doing improv. There's no wrong way. There's
5: one wrong thing. You
3: never say
9: nothing. You never Say exactly no. right.
5: Bravo. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. You never Can you say whisper no. It? No. no. you have to.
2: Always
5: <laughs> <and>. <laughs> it's always and so you keep it going. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's what you didn't you tell me that?
9: Well, I think you've probably heard it, but
2: maybe Carla was telling yeah. me that. It mm-hmm. was what is it? And
9: And. Well, instead of no, which stops everything, which is stops the whole action, uh you say and So-and-so-and-so-and-so, and and you use your imagination to create the next, you know, the next uh, beat Mm -hmm. up there, and then it depends on how long you have to go, but you usually have a place to go. You just make it up. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh I mean, how can it be wrong? Stream of
9: consciousness. Yeah.
3: And That's imagination, wow. you get to, it's your imagination's unlimited, <clears throat> and it just teaches you to go there, marinate right. in it,
9: and and you've got a place that you've started. You know, you sort of know the character because the person who started that improv will put you in a situation with what they've said, and so then you you say and with then but you can take you on another another trip with it, you know. <sighs>
2: Oh, see that. I just—that's my thing. Because here's here's the reason why. Because when I grew up, uh, my mom would always say, "This is you know." I'm not blaming Mama, but she don't tell you don't you know she always put that don't tell somebody make sure you don't say anything maybe she so she'd always put it in my head and so it, I, that always kept it everything to myself right so when I finally started opening up mm-hmm. it was so uncomfortable oh, yeah. to, you know this even as a, great yeah because you. you know I, I also I sang and so even as a singer I wanted to sing so bad but I was so nervous do over you here. sing now I, I haven't been just because I've been doing this but I want to get back into singing more yeah because yes, I love singing definitely I do. I definitely. Singing.
5: and you know when your mom that was a whole era of children should mm-hmm. be seen and not heard yep. mm-hmm. yes, so it yep. thwarted your whole creative outlet your tendencies so yeah. now it's all about letting it all out there right? now
2: now I remember one, not too long ago I, my, I, I was telling mom about something she goes well okay but don't tell your dad I said <gasps> mother I'm 43 years old if I tell m- I'm going to tell my dad if I want to tell my dad <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> she's like okay Oh, <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. 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 It's Memphis so funny. To My break grandmother that cycle. always
9: said, Patsy, don't tell everything you know. <laughs> that was all she said to me. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> Okay, grandma, great? what the yeah. hell does that mean? Yeah, what does that <laughs> mean? Just don't don't, don't be everything. a blabbermouth about
2: everything. You mm-hmm. know, well then just well, you can't come sit next to me. <laughs> I know. I know yeah, <laughs> it's
5: hard to be quiet. I have to really go.
9: Well, I know now. Now I'm still telling everything I know. <laughs>
5: you probably were one of those kids in class who had to write, "I will not talk in, in class a hundred times." S-
9: every on my <laughs> report card, every time, Patsy doesn't stay in her seat. Patsy doesn't shouldn't read ahead of the class. Pat, yeah.
2: <laughs> were Eddie? Were you like that? No, you were shy. I too. had to
3: write on the uh, blackboard. That you would talk once. <laughs> Because I think I was giving somebody back the paper that fell on the floor or the pencil, and then I got busted for talking, but it wasn't me. It was the little asshole next to me. <laughs> <laughs> he, st- he doesn't hold a grudge, though. Honestly, are you an actor, Eddie? <clears throat> no. I've always secretly wanted to be, but I'm absolutely mortified of it
2: but what's funny is Eddie says he's shy but when he's doing his readings oh yeah it's like a whole different person like a whole different person and yeah
3: and everybody says that it's very funny
2: yeah you're very outspoken and you're just like wow
5: what's your vehicle
3: Um, I just close my eyes and I get your birth name and your birth date and I get it in your handwriting and use your voice and I'll ask you specifically what you want me to tune into for you like love money career And I will ask you one question. So if you said career, the question would be, what's the next thing that's coming to me in my acting career, my writing career? And I just close my eyes and say a prayer and they rock and roll. And I just say to you whatever they tell me to tell you or whatever I hear or feel or see or sense.
5: Can you do it over the phone? Oh yeah. No, I mean seriously. Did you ever do anything like that? Yeah,
2: I, I personally actually had a uh, psychic reading when I was Sylvia Brown back in the day where she wasn't nuts. <laughs> but, sure. but I know. Let me eat my but, fingernails uh, on national TV. Yeah, she actually told me about all this, and I didn't believe her because I was I was in Kansas City working uh, in human. I was a human resource manager for a corporation, suit and tie, really? twenty seven years old, and she said you are going to get. Uh, where you change lives uh, change lives through your voice and she says you're gonna and and she goes you're gonna be very successful and 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 you'll never look back and and but she got even more specific than that and I was just like okay whatever you know and then but she told me that the age when it was gonna start I moved out here and when I hit 35 all of a sudden things just started going in that direction and i started thinking back i was like wow, wow this she is told me this yeah mm-hmm. and i pu- even pulled the tape out because she sent you a tape uh, uh, of it and i listened to it and it was all pretty much in a row
3: i love that stuff i have a tape from 1983 literally 30 years oh my ago, god january of 83 and who? she predicted Tamiko. her name was Tamiko. she would call me Dewan. <laughs> <laughs> um she said Dewan Addie, and um she said, Dewan is the playful part of you. Eddie is the serious part of you. So she called me DeWan Eddie. And um, she did a 15-year cycle. And everything she talked about was about moving out west, doing this, being a psychic for famous people, being on the air, doing TV, blah, 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 writing books. And I was like, I have wasted $80. <laughs> <laughs> and he's done every single one every of Every single us. bit of it. And then some. So it's just fascinating. Sometimes we hear... Um, from somebody she was the most authentic reader I've ever been to and you'll hear something that you're meant to hear that I always knew was going to happen since I was a little boy but which is a a big no but I wasn't fully ready to believe it Mm -hmm. at that point in my life working three jobs and not having enough money to put gas in my car so but it, it, it was a turning point for me
5: I yeah. think belief of, is a huge big part of it, isn't it? Yes, acceptance and belief. Yes.
3: exactly. It is, mm-hmm. it yeah. really is.
2: I, I, that's why I love Eddie here because when he does do readings for people, that they, f- they really freak out because he is specific, he's not mm-hmm. one of those psychics. Oh, you're gonna go on a trip in about four years. Oh, there's so. a window in
3: your house, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's <laughs> very specific. Wheels. <laughs> yeah, and
2: uh, then they will call me back or they'll see me later, you know, months later, going, Oh my god, I left. And that very same day, blah, blah, blah happened Mm -hmm. exactly like he said it. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah. So,
3: yeah, so weird. It's just still to this day so weird. Everything that everyone in this room has a gift, and then they can turn it into this skill. But it's all part of our soul's purpose. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so when you're around like-minded people like this, and Scott. Yes, and Scott. Hi, Scott. Scott. It (laughs) just changes your whole life every single moment.
2: Yeah. yeah we well, can
5: elevate next Ooh, yes well did you ever
2: uh, n- we only have like two minutes left but david blaine have you ever do you know david blaine mm-hmm. when he elevates levitates. levitates what did i say elevate levitates oh, have you ever that. seen that mm-hmm. well, how does he do that annie
3: it's called magic
2: <laughs> come on
3: <laughs> yeah it's it's magic it's illusion. It's oh, an illusion. Okay. It's not real levitating.
2: No, but but he'll go up to people on the street and okay. go, Ooh. and then you'll see him lift up off the ground, and these people are freaking out.
3: Yeah.
5: Did you ever play table up when you were little? No. Did you ever play yes. table up? That
2: is yes. table up? Yeah. Ah, it's did you ever table up? Was play that with your up? knee? No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's
3: like the Ouija board, but with the table. Ouija
5: boards are scary because they I've can pull in really with, yeah. loose souls
2: you
3: yes,
5: know, that are yes. very, very scary. Ooh, yeah, me too.
2: Wow, both of them. That is kind of, you're going to make me get a <laughs> Let's get goose one. pimple.
5: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ouija boards are really scary. You can get some really
3: scary You scary. can get in big trouble with yeah. Ouija boards. Really? I,
2: yes. I
5: threw mine out with such a vengeance a long time
2: ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. we used to have one as a kid, but I wouldn't never do it. I was too scared. It is scary. But the table
3: game is the same thing but it's it's the energy lifts the table and it It'll does tilt, table a card table co-
2: yes can we do that without pulling in
3: it takes a lot of time it takes i'd rather time. Yeah. just talk to, to the dead person and ask him what the hell they want <laughs> <laughs> what you want yeah what you doing here gertrude <laughs> well, to fix your hair. well we're
2: gonna have to have <laughs> you back and have eddie give you a reading oh i oh, I I'd totally do a reading. Oh. yeah it, it'll be good. I'm flushing
9: already. <laughs> Eddie gave me a reading about three or four weeks ago on a Friday afternoon, <laughs> before he left in my office because I had a specific question to ask him. And I, I, you know how you you could you're on the fence about something you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and I didn't know whether to do this thing or not do it. And I, although I knew subconsciously what I wanted to do. I was being pulled to do what I thought I was supposed to do. So he really cleared it up for me in just about maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And I have been so grateful because of that little reading that we did that day. I know it was the right thing, you know, that what we ended up, what I ended up doing. And uh, it, it really made a difference for me. Thank you so I appreciate you. that.
3: And and I and I won't go into anything go for it. but it's so funny when you say that I see a chicken coop and I see somebody standing next to it pointing to it and said you're right you knew the whole time what to do. You're just being a good girl.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love
1: it. My grandma. Mm.
2: Well, Sandra Curry Thank you so much oh, for Tony being here. You were great.
7: Thank you, thank
2: you, Yay. thank you. Yeah. Wow,
7: great
5: Jamal. Oh my gosh, Eddie.
2: You were great. Thank you,
5: thank
6: you. And when you. you get Scotty. back and
2: when you get back from Europe, you're gonna come back. That'll be fun. And we're gonna have more fun. That'll be All great. All right, fun, Scott, I you promise. got that? He's like, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Ann. Thanks for sitting yeah, in You're welcome. And thanks with for us. inviting me. Yeah. Of course. Oh, this is fun, Ann. And Eddie, you know, I love you. And uh, when do you leave? Are you here next Friday?
3: I am here next Friday, and I fly out on the 23rd on tour, and I come back on August. He's Where are you Earth. going? You're going to Michigan. To Michigan. Yeah. On tour? Yeah. yeah. What Did kind you? of tour? Retreats, uh, readings, um, all-day spiritual um. Classes, workshops, deliberate creation, law of attraction.
2: So if you're in the Michigan area, yeah. we'll can they? Oh, we we're, we're in Michigan. Yeah, what
3: part? I'm flying into Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I'm going to be in Wright View in this drop-dead gorgeous Frank Lloyd Wright home for ten oh, days, wow. right on the cliffs of Lake Michigan. Wow, that a private beach, really? Nice. Oh That's my great. gosh! Yeah. I do
9: have people in. I mean, that I know in Michigan, so yeah. I'll tell them.
5: Is about it. Is there a, so, a way to get a hold of you? That people that would want to come to you there, that
3: Oh, that's uh, a good... Uh, to Go to eddieconnor.com. You're going to post pellet, everything
5: C-O-N-N-O-R?
3: there?
5: C-O-N-N-O-R? E-R. E-R. He's yeah, an E-R. Yeah, I'm okay. an <laughs> R, er, not an or. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have to go to the er to make yeah, a date. That's right. Okay. Oh. And
2: then, of course, uh, our wonderful producer. Thank you for putting oh, all this yes. together. Jamal, and uh And congratulations, Jamal. Jamal tell <laughs> real quick, tell everybody about last night. You oh, did a great job.
4: Yeah, I placed uh, in the top ten. I actually got sixth in a, oh a, my a music competition. (laughs) (laughs) and uh they actually uh invited me to the next uh beat battle for the beat cinema and also i might have a future show coming up soon Jamal!
2: talent (laughs) going for his dream and that's what it's all about well thank you guys for tuning in uh and thank you for joining in the chat room and uh jamal who do we have for next uh actually from somebody from the have and have not
4: yeah we have Patrick Fawcett, is it uh, Fawcetti, I think I is think his it's Fossetti. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Fossetti, and he's from The Have and The Have Nots. And then we have Jennifer Jimenez. Jimenez. <gasps> Jimenez. She's coming back. She's going yeah. to be oh,
2: guest co-hosting. Good. Yes. yes. I'll,
9: mm-hmm. be I'll have
5: good to see just her. pay attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> Another female co-host. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> I know. She's, She's a little art. wild, though. She's
2: a little wild, yes. Wild? Yes, What yes. do you wild. mean? Well, she's Argentinian. Oh. Yes, from Argentina. Fiery. And former a, supermodel.
3: Yeah, real amazing keep them focused <laughs> right
2: oh. <laughs> alright well we're going to have a great time and if we have more uh, uh, guests uh, added on to that day just go to onairwithtonysweet.com, check it out or just onairwithtonysweet on Facebook we love you guys and we'll see you next week have a great weekend here we go Bye. Bye.
1: this has been On Air with Tony Sweet don't worry there's more online search On Air with Tony Sweet on iTunes for past shows and exclusive behind the scenes content On Air with Tony Sweet every Wednesday and Friday from 4 to 6pm Pacific, right here on UBNradio.com Radio.
3: 18 plus.